Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Duality. I am your host, Ash, and I am here with Caden. Thank good. you so much for being Thank here. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're Thank so welcome. You. You're so welcome. In all in divine timing. Yeah, it was divine timing. Like, good things come to those who wait, so it was, like, nice. Absolutely, and yeah. it's funny how we're finding, like, these other things that we're participating in, it's all coming into alignment yeah, at the same time. Yeah, exactly. It was, like, right right time one after another crazy. yeah yeah so it all <laughs> made sense so and i'm excited because i always wanted to be on the show i was like i can't wait to be on the show oh, so i seen a couple of my friends i was like wait a minute hold <laughs> on uh-uh, i gotta put my foot in the i gotta put my foot in the pot i, I gotta get there so, <laughs> so yeah it was dope so like like my new people coming together so i was like no i gotta i gotta come so mm-hmm. yeah and it was a mighty long time too because i've been watching for a minute so oh, thank you so much yeah as i said congratulations because you know a lot of things you know come to an end but you're like still here still present still creating so doing my best yeah hats <laughs> off to you like you were doing thank it, you so, yeah thank you yeah it's been a journey you know um something that we were talking about a little bit is like you know when you have these projects and like how life happens and it's so hard to like continue to move forward in in one particular thing at times when everything when it seems almost like everything in life is coming in between it yeah you know life be life in that's why i be saying life definitely life, life, be life, life, in. With life with life be life in yo. you oh gotta. gee yeah and it's like it's it's cool because it's like you know this this has been this is like peace for me too you know coming up on here and like having that sense of routine mm-hmm. has been like a, a really great sense of um just reminding me of my balance, you know, just as the whole intention of this podcast. Exactly. It's the same thing for yeah. myself. You exactly. Know? So it brings me into a space where it's like, all right, well, you know, um, for those of, of you that don't know um, how I go about the process of either picking the topic and or having the host on, it kind of goes in the in the sense of like, you know, say I have the host just like we did. We have like a, a pre-screening kind of phone conversation or sometimes in person, whatever happens. And we talk about what's coming up for us both. So, like, what, okay, like, what's going on in your life? What's going on in my life? And then we kind of find a, an in-between thread, right, so that we can have it be as as present as possible because it's, like, I found in the past, like, doing – in the beginning of the podcast, I would be like, all right, like, yeah, let's do let's plan this for a month, right? And then, like, the month comes, and I'm not as excited about the topic as yeah. I was a month prior, you know? I'm like – kind of ready to talk about something else. Right. <laughs> so. Feel a whole different way about something or... Yeah, yeah. Just so. not in that space to talk about it. Exactly. Because right things change, you know, and feelings change and moods change and, like, our lives change and certain ways that we feel can change, you know. So it's, like, I my whole intention is, like, whether it's just me or whether I have guests on, for us to be, like, excited, you know, about whatever topic it is mm-hmm. that we're talking about. So, you know, to get into the topic today, which... Hats off to you with the title <laughs> because it is fire, you know. So finding the the lost spectrum of duality, right? You know, we live in a world where there's so many extremes. You have to be this way or that way, or you have to have this belief system or, or that. And, like, if anything in between seems to be invalidating or invalidated, you know, by the masses. And, um, you know, something that you had made a, a good point on, was talking about the grace period and like the grace of yeah gracing. like like um our generation lacks grace mm-hmm. so it's like i think things come so instantaneous like so many images so many like concepts so many different viewpoints 
and they're overly passionate, so sometimes they can be mad convincing. And, like, we get into these, like, groups. It's almost like now I feel like how social media and how, like, our generation is set up is, like, a multiple choice. It's like we're filling out bubbles, yep. right? And they don't have no context. And they right? look so like bullets like, on a bio. Yeah, it's bio. like bullets on a test. Like, <laughs> yeah. to, like who are you? Mm-hmm. You know, it actually, you know, I feel like now I'm saying that everything's become a survey, kind of mm-hmm. speak. Like, you know, it's like we're That's not real. checking for nuances or context, right? So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm a good person. What entails a good person? Because, like, your morals or your standards could be totally different from somebody else's compass. So it's like we filling out these bubbles and they're just, like, quick. We don't really sit down and let things marinate and see, like, okay, what is this, you know? And then when conflict comes up, how we deal with conflict, it's like, all right, throw it out. It's it's trash. It's unworthy. Like, it's not, nah, it's not unworthy. You just didn't sit with it. You just didn't have, you're not even giving it the grace. It's like you, you know? looked at your score, but you didn't realize what you did wrong yeah. or what you did right. You're or not giving yourself the assessment. You're even entertaining the score. Like, you mm-hmm. shouldn't even have to, like, the test or that bubble doesn't exist because it doesn't define the entirety of you right mm-hmm. so it's like yeah like it's like it's it's just like we take like we've trivialized every single like serious thing mm-hmm. right so it's like do you think kids should live like yeah i think kids should live like kids should play and kids should like you know do things but i also you know they should have fun and stuff but i also think they shouldn't like do things past like their own understanding like certain things in like social media, certain things that hit kids or hit adults that kids shouldn't see in marketing, right? It's like we want to like take these, you know, good vibes and good like let people like let them eat cake, right? But like nobody's realizing like let them eat cake comes with a consequence. Mm -hmm. It's like we want to over, we want to feel good, but we want to overstimulate it. Like we want to push it to the max, like, it's like, nah, some things don't feel good. Some things become a, when does it feel good and when is it a distraction? Yeah, I feel like that's also, like, a perfect um, example of, like, you know, uh, there was that point in time, I don't know if it still happens or how long it was happening, but I remember hearing about uh, in school, <coughs> excuse me, that everybody was getting an award. Like, not just the individual children who were, you know, um, getting perfect attendance and or you know, just doing the things that required the award. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, in my in my humble opinion, I feel like that's kind of, you know, like I understand it because like everyone, it gets to be a part of it. But when it comes to like, you know, tournaments, like even sports and things like that, like you get it because you've worked hard to perform a certain way. So then I feel like when things like that start happening that don't have an in-between and lack balance – the like overachieving child and or the kid that might try a little bit harder to you know just achieve something to for a goal right like goals are healthy to have you know um may not try as hard because like it's like what's the point if everyone's gonna get it and none of them Mm. are gonna be labeled differently Uh and i feel like that blanket of perspective perspective kind of comes from you know a lot of us in in our generation coming from the extreme of the generation before which was like not getting credit for anything, and now everyone's getting credit for everything, but at the same token, it's almost like no one's getting credit because if everyone's getting credit, then who's like who's, who's actually really being, being acknowledged? Right. Exactly. And then that comes out of, like, on the opposite side of the spectrum, that comes out of consequence, consequence too, because it's like you could be, like, giving me this false sense of purpose, mm-hmm. 
right? Like, so because I'm winning or I'm participating and getting awards, right? It's like some people failed and totally was like, okay, this is not my thing. I'm going to try something else mm-hmm. and be gifted in that. You know, or, like, just find creative new avenues. But, like, if we're creating these false senses of, like, grandeur, then we're kind of, like, it's kind of delusional a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, you don't go through that struggle to, like, you know, you don't do that ego death to, Mm -hmm. like, become something new. To figure out what's for you. To figure out what's really Mm -hmm. for you, what you like. You know, sometimes we need those, those tribulations and turbulences. They bring you to more conclusions and more growth. I think, like, everything now is just very surface-based. It's like instant mashed potatoes. And it's like, (laughs) nah, sometimes that elbow grease, that extra work, it's like, it just tastes way better. Like, you know, things things worked for, like, are just way better. It's closer to source. Yeah. You know, it's closer to source no matter which way you slice it. Yeah, and it's like, I'm not looking, I was like, I'm not looking for perfect. I'm just looking for real. Mm -hmm. Just looking for honest, Mm -hmm. right? So I'd rather you just tell me, what it truly is, don't try to, like, you know, fix it up or just, like, dress it up or in denial. Like, I, I just can't stand that. I don't like that. Like, I just, it's frivolous to me. It doesn't bring me any source or any, like, it doesn't feel good, you know? And then, like, I want everybody to make sure they feel comfortable. So that's why, like, me, like, understanding, like, spectrums and stuff, because I've always played in between. Like, I've always, even the way I write, like, songwriting is, like, I talk about things that nobody seldom talks about, right? Like the uncomfortable conversation, like I'm that person like, everybody farts, nobody wants to talk about it though. And that's okay, but like still everybody farts, that still happens. You know, it's like, people are like, ew, everybody farts. Like, you know you farted, like you farted yesterday. Like why you add into the hoopla, like ew, like like, grow up, let's grow up here. Like, you know, like, and it's just, I've always been that kid and it's just like, okay, let's talk about it. You know, but now we're like getting too comfortable putting masks over everything. And now it's like getting into like a lot of people don't understand. Like when I was young, I was like, yo, self-righteous is not always a good thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the Crusades were righteous, Mm -hmm. righteous, you know, and they slaughtered masses of people for their message, for their righteousness. Right. So it's like too far left is, like, wrong. Too far right is wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, always try to find that. It's always navigation. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, trying to find that navigation of, like, grace, you know? And it's, like, centering yourself, like, okay, it's not all about me. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, like, it's other things I can learn from. And now it's, like, oh, I know everything. It's, like, the grace, understanding, compassion, accountability, you know, is, like, that middle ground. And I feel like a lot of us miss it at times because we get so wrapped up in our in our emotions our passions our triggers you know there's so many mm-hmm. different reasons that bring us to a certain extreme kind of belief system you know like when we're talking politics right there's like people that are so this way or so that way and like <clears throat> excuse me i've always felt like like i've just never subscribed you know what i mean even as like very young i was always very like anti all that you uh-huh. know because i'm like this system's not built for any of us but okay yeah. you know that's a whole other thing whole other thing you know but it's like you know i've just i i i have compassion when i when i see the extremes i try real hard to 
Um, you know, I lack it sometimes and I do my best to refine it because, you know, whatever someone's belief system is like based off of a survival mechanism a lot of times, uh-huh. you know, and not actually out of a passion. First base experience. Mm-hmm. And like when what, what they're experiencing, what benefits them, you know, what benefits that individual person. And like, that's something that I've talked about in a lot of different spaces, which, you know, I feel like at the table, there's like the, the, the five things that people say or the however many things that people say to not talk about, I've always talked about every single one of them every time I'm at the table. <laughs> well, not every time, but majority of time because the thing is, is like, well, I feel like if I can't talk about these difficult things with the people which I'm breaking bread with, like, why, why am I breaking bread to uphold an illusion to keep comfortability in between us? If there's not discomfort in interactions and listen it doesn't need to be uncomfortable all the time i'm not trying to poke at everyone's triggers at every moment you know right. but there's times and spaces where i'm not going to avoid conversation just because the comfort of everybody else you know so it's like right. i think finding that balance is really important to most people and i think that a lot of times people just don't talk about it because they're not they're afraid you know they're uncomfortable and they're afraid and you know although it's inconvenient yeah, yeah. it's like oh you make me feel bad Mm-hmm. And I don't want to feel like this. I feel like my whole day to be, like, this way. And, like, you're kind of taking me off my course, like, a detour and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like sometimes you need that, though. You yeah. need that, you know, turbulence. Turbulence is necessary for growth. If you don't have turbulence, like, then you're not going to – where's the improvement? Like, you mm-hmm. know, there's been times, like, talk about turbulence. There's been times I've done shows. And there probably will be times I do shows where it's nobody comes. Nobody may not come. And, like, that's okay. Because mm-hmm. I have to be okay with some things not being okay. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my balance. Like, because then they'll have this false sense of, like, like I said, this false sense of grandeur. Like, oh, everybody knows me. Everybody comes to my things. Everybody. And if it doesn't, that's all right. Mm-hmm. Like, we have another thing. We have, there's been so many shows I've, like, I didn't even get an applause in my early days, right? And, like, people yo, you should have did this, you should have did that, you should have, like, should have, yo, you're not mad, you don't feel that. And feel all the unwarranted opinions. Yeah, like, it's like, you don't feel that, ain't you mad? It's like, some people were more mad than me, and, mm-hmm. like, you know, that you know that just shows how much I'm appreciated, but, like, mm-hmm. those days, like, growing up as a kid, like, in performing arts, we were ready for those days. It's like, you gotta be ready for not being heard. Yeah. Period. Like, it's not gonna be easy, you're not always gonna have a crowd, you know? Just because you do this thing doesn't mean it's going to get that much of appreciation. And that applies to everything in life. Everything applies to, you know, and and in the moments of, like, it's not, not like, what people see, you know, what you want them to see. It's, like, more like what those moments, it's like, what do you do in private? Like, who are Mm -hmm. you in private? Like, what's the character when it does fall down? What kind of, like, when it's not all good, what kind of compass do you have to navigate those days and we don't talk about those days like we just this is why depression is so high Mm -hmm. it's like this false sense of like good vibes only right the false sense that any other emotion besides happiness is um like shunned and or different and nobody else feels it gives it that like unrealistic uh, it makes you feel like you can't share it with people Mm -hmm. right and then when you do share it people act so taboo to it like you're a burden you know, if like if someone's like, "Hey, how are you?" and you say anything else but good or fine, everyone's like, 
Yeah, you know? it's like, it's like <laughs> I wasn't really asking. Yeah, I wasn't like, even trying to get that deep. And it's like, okay, well, don't then ask you, me. Then, then, then just then, say hi. Then it's not intentful. Like, exactly. don't ask me. Like, don't ask me because I'm, I'm going to put it on you. Like, yeah. you know, like. Even if it's short, I'm like, ah, I'm all right. You know, it could could be better. Do my best. You know, yeah. even that or, makes people uncomfortable. You know what you say? <laughs> hey, how are you? And people don't expect you to actually answer it. They'd be like, hey, how are you? Like to like repeat it mm-hmm. and then go about your day. Sometimes that takes people off. Like mm-hmm. I noticed that. Like it's like, hey, how are you? Like, oh, I'm doing great. How are you? And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I didn't plan on getting. I, I am prepared. <laughs> <laughs> That's like when you're working in um, uh, customer service. Yeah. I feel like that happens a lot. Like when I was working at um, the infamous coffee shop that I won't mention the name for <laughs> legal purposes. Uh, when I was working there, and I'd be like, hey, how are you? If somebody actually stopped and like was like, hey, how are you? I was like, oh, thank you so much for asking. You know, yeah, like, it's exactly. like, takes you out of the, hey, how are you? What can I get you? You know, right. it's like, it, it's like, oh, you care. Like, you actually yeah. care how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, free drink for you. you yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it, you just have to get ready for those moments. And, like, those moments, like, they really bring things into full circle. Like, I'm all about ego deaths. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of my music is about ego deaths. In, in certain aspects, like, I like to talk about the, like, redemption phase after mm-hmm. a fall, mm-hmm. you know, because those really define who your character is. Like, when, you know, you fall and you're at your worst or you think you're at your lowest, right? And then somebody said, I learned something really dope. Like, somebody was like, that doesn't mean you, and like, you may be in a tough spot right now. You may be in your, like, lowest that just means you're being planted for something. Mm-hmm. Like, when all you have is, like, to be still. Like, you just feel like, I was on the phone with you, like, you feel like somebody shook up your table, mm-hmm. and, like, you had it all nice and stuff, and they just came through, like, oh, this is dope, and flipped the table <laughs> over, and you got all these pieces in the air, and, like, instead of trying to catch them, sometimes it's just easier to, like, see where they land. Because yeah. they may land in a totally new mapped out space that even better than you planned it, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's how I felt like over the pandemic, it was just like, yo, just be still, you know? And that's hard. That's painful, you know? Being still is painful. Like, we be saying these things, and we be saying these, like, conversations. I don't think people really be, like, receiving, like, or painting the picture properly of, like, yo, it's going to be days you don't feel like getting up. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to be days some people don't even eat. Some people binge eat. Some people don't even get up and take showers. Like, that's how bad it is. Let alone mm-hmm. clean a room. Don't even mm-hmm. pick up the phone. You know, on those days. Like, that's those that's those days I'm talking about. You know, those days where it's like even your friends don't even recognize you because you're just, like, a totally different person. You're just off your square. You're out your zone. You're not, you're not the type of person they want to be around. And it's like... Those, that's a part of you, just as much as, like, and I had to realize that myself, too, just as a part of, like, this positivity, this light, this energy, this, you know, these skills, and, you know, I'm able to do all these things and blessed to, you know, give back and receive, you know. In retrospect, on the other side of that coin, I'm just as dark. I'm just as, like, heavy. Like, I'm, like, really heavy. As much as I am light, my gravity is just as heavy. Mm-hmm. So I had to realize that even in the pandemic when I was my worst self. You're not your best self all the time, 24-7. And mm-hmm. sometimes you can't force your best self. Sometimes your worst self is your best self. Yep. 
Like, sometimes you got to have that conversation like, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like about this. This is what I don't like. You got to, like, invoke that. You got to get it out. You know, you just have to admit to yourself that, like, it's okay not to be okay all the time. Mm -hmm. But you have the response. And, And that, too, like, we go from... (laughs) <laughs> I'm chatting too like we go from good vibes only and then to this weird trauma bonding mm-hmm. in this generation mm-hmm. like we be using like trauma as currency like or we use trauma to like trump somebody else's experience right like well you can't go through that because I went through this and it was way worse and plus this, plus this, plus this. Ha, I got you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're out. It's like, what? Like Measuring each other's trauma. Measuring mm-hmm. traumas is, like, so weird. So we got, like, good vibes only, and then we have, like, your trauma don't match my trauma. Ah, mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's just a sit Extremes. back, and it's just like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing here? Like, are we, ch- I think everybody wants to be validated, but everybody's speaking all at once, yeah. and everybody's mad that they can't, like, get a word in but it's like if everybody just give each other the grace you'll see where even your enemy could teach you something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. even your I've had conversations with people who I would never be in the same room with and probably still never will and that's fine too like we don't have to be in the same room but we've had conversations and actually see where the fine ground is right like past all the distractions it's like okay we're human like this is our experiences our experience are valid our experience matter and it's deeper than just like shallow plain view right mm-hmm. Some th- sometimes things are bigger than race I'm just I'm, it is sometimes things are you see it one way from like a ground level, but in a bird's eye view, you see how it affects everyone and why everyone's perspective is this way, mm-hmm. right? From the things that we watch, things that we eat, to the media. Like when I used to work in a grocery store, I found out like, you know, in certain grocery stores and area codes, the reason why they have different foods is because the demographic of how many people go to that grocery store. Mm-hmm. So if you have a lot of Italians there, it's gonna be broccoli rob, spinach, kale, all that stuff. If you go to like a more like Caribbean-based neighborhood community, you're gonna have like more ethnic foods because it's based on the community, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like that, like having that bird's eye view, it's like opening your mind like, oh, some things isn't about race. Some things is about, like, different demographics or algorithms and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. and that's true. Like, and it's manipulated that way for people to think like that. Mm-hmm. Some things aren't that deep, but it is. That's what It I is like in a say. different way that we can, that we yeah. are looking at it as. Yeah, yeah, and the more you understand, the more you understand that is the more you understand you don't know a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like, dang, now I got to backtrack a little bit because everything I set my, like, I set my mind in this trauma. So, like, my personality is based off this experience or mm-hmm. these experiences. But when you learn, like, when somebody teaches you, your own enemy teaches you something, right, it causes you to backtrack and rethink every experience that you had. And then the world gets that much bigger but that much smaller at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, dang, there's so many things that I don't know that I want to rediscover. And it's like, dang, how many things that I had the opportunity to discover right in front of my face that I didn't. That was how many things that was right there in my grasp, that conversation, but I didn't. Who, 
I could have talked to that person, but I didn't because based on like my mind, the mind games in my head that I'm playing. I think it's also like it's it's also because, you know, just like a computer reaches its like maximum capacity. Right. But you have to like clean it and defrag it and uh, consolidate these different things within our being, within our minds, our spirit, our emotions, our physical, you know, and a lot of times looking at different things it's like we go into these spaces and like we could look back and have these regrets but at the same token giving ourselves the grace to understand that like at that time we didn't have enough storage for anything else like we didn't realize that we were at max capacity and there was no room to download anything new Mm. you know so like within that just giving ourselves the grace like every time i i I try to there's there's multiple cues that I see in in my life that I correlate to from external out out uh, internal to external external to internal. Uh-huh. If my check engine lights on in my car, I if my even if I if I don't like now I'm grateful I don't have a hoopty anymore. It's still it's still nice. It's it's still you know it's not nothing new, but it's oh, yeah, much better than that. like. Yeah, we talk about that. He's like, because I you even have to gas in your car. Yeah, like, like, but I have to put gas in my car. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying. So even that now, like when I when I had my other cars, my other like lemons, it's like every single time the the uh-huh. the uh, check engine light came on, my check engine light was coming on internally, right? right? So right now I know I need to get gas. I have that mindful like, okay, well. What else do I need to like fuel within myself? Like right. these these back, you know, they, we we can track that. And the same thing with our phones. Like we have a bunch of storage in our phone. We have bunch of stuff in our storages, you know, in physical life. Like that's also happening inside Got a lot of, of us. Backed up trauma. Y'all need to yeah. <laughs> y'all need to get y'all y'all engines checked. Yo, your oil changed. Yeah. And get your you know get your oils you know like all that stuff right. Get your seats clean. Uh-huh. You know, check your taillights because mm-hmm. a lot of us speeding, going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's Yeah, haste makes waste. You yeah. know, going rushing to what? You know, if you don't have a destination, it's like you're shooting and you don't have a target. Like, what's what are you doing? You know what I mean? Besides making a loud boom and feeling the force of something. It's like you you want to have a target. You know, it doesn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily mean that you know the exact thing, but you know the energy, you know the color. You know what I mean? You know what you're going towards in that way. And I feel like especially us folks in the city, like it's like it's really hard to slow down because everything around us has been encouraged for us to speed up constantly, speed up, speed up. Oh, you're walking too slow. You got to speed up, you know, like all the time, every time, like when I'm walking with my girlfriend, which she walks very fast, but I walk like I walk crazy fast and I don't realize it. She's like, where are you going? Like, where are you speeding up to? And I'm like, I didn't even realize that I'm doing that because I'm just so used to when I'm walking, I'm walking fast. When I'm by myself, I'm walking fast because I just want to get to my, you know, designated place so that I can find safety. Yeah, like, to, like we know. speeding and we're not checking engine lights. We're not mm-hmm. checking fuels. We're not checking. We're not. Diffusing. And then we're surprised when we break down. Yo, like, I, yo, okay, so I reverse broke down, right? I broke down because I was mad happy. Right, so it's like mm. it's the second Sonic. That's a whole thing. That's a whole topic. That was real. Like, yep. it was the second Sonic Muse, and Sonic Muse is this thing I do where it's like every month with Delia, I curated this um, this show where I just wanted to dedicate, like, give space for my friends, safe space for my friends to be just dope, unadulteratedly dope, and like it's vendors, it's you know musicians, 
and DJs, and we just come together and we just celebrate each other. And then we have like special guests at the end of the night. So this is the second one I had. I have. I wasn't even like expecting anything. The first one, let alone the second one, to be like dope. Like we we maxed out. Like it was it was like wall to wall. And like sometimes being girl on the rocks, we just be like. <laughs> yo, you see this? You see this shit right now? You looking right? You, you see this? And I'm like, yeah, yo, you see this? It's like, it is bad. So it was like, you know, and the abundance in the room, like, w- when you when you come, like, it's just so heavy and it's so joyous and it's, like, it's so meaningful. Like, people are complete strangers and at the end of the night, they, like, know each other. Mm-hmm. And that's all I wanted, a safe space. So that's been going on for, like, this is the third one coming up soon. And... I'm telling you right now, like, it's even, like, bigger than the last one that I, like, could imagine. And I was just sitting back one day, and I was on my way to work, and I was just like, yo. And I felt something. It was, like, right here. It was heavy, too. I was like, what is that? I was like, "Mm mm-mm. I was like, like, why am I, like, I'm not pissed off. I'm just, like, you know, nostalgic. And I'm just on a bus, and I'm like, don't do it. I'm like, hey. I was like, hey, don't do it. Don't do it right now. All of a sudden, I start crying on the bus. I was like, nah, I know you not. I know we not crying on the bus. I was like, I know for sure. We're not doing this right now. When we going to work, I was like, nah. And I called. I was like, yo, our first attention was like, call your best friend. Call your best friend. I was like, all right, I'm going to call my friend because that's the only one I know Like, that's going to pick up. So I called, and it was like, just like, yo, we got to come outside. Who, who did it? And I was like, nobody did it. I'm just so happy. Like, legit. Like, I was I was just so happy. That check engine was like, it maxed out. It was like, nah, take a moment to be proud of something for once. Like, you're always going. You're always moving. You're always, like, figuring out something. You're always in your head. Like, for once, just live the experience, right? Even when I'm, like, at these events, I'm, like, not really there. I'm always running around. I'm always trying to accommodate for somebody else. Always. And that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing at all. But at the same time, you're working. Like, I'm emotionally working. Mm-hmm. So I'm pouring into some, into everybody else. And by the time the night's over, I'm like, ugh. We done. Mm-hmm. That's lit. Good. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, good. We could, The engine is off now. You know, I can kind of relax. So when those, like, that tax came back all at once in that moment when I just remembered, like, how much work, how much is working, everything that I manifested, like, just came true, like, from a thought. And it blows my mind sometimes, like, how a thought to paper to, like, physical can just, like, make its way there. And then those moments you just, like, aha, this is what I'm capable of, Mm -hmm. right? Like, this is, like, the, the core of me. This came from me. That always, like, blows my mind. And, like, that's when it, like, really, like, okay, you got to take a moment to feel this because Mm -hmm. what you're doing here is, like, crazy, especially from the year that we had with the pandemic. Everybody was feeling it. Mm -hmm. Everybody had to kind of reinvent themselves a little bit and dig deeper to, like, recalibrate everything, friends, family, jobs, a lot of people were like recalibrating religion, spirituality, mm-hmm. like just finding some type of source, some type of something to ground them. Cause like I said, everybody just like got flung in the air. Mm-hmm. I think, it, and what disturbs me a lot is like people aren't talking about it more. 
it's like once again we're all just the society is this reactionary society and we're just tugging and chugging forward and everybody's like hey how are you and it's like even more annoying now mm-hmm. because it's I, it's like a psychosis to me it's like why we why are we doing this like somebody needs to talk to people like you guys need to talk everybody needs to have a conversation and be like yo i haven't been okay for a minute like mm-hmm. we lost 2 years of our life and things were just like obstructed and ripped from us and like how do you find yourself again or what was that like finding yourself again we're not talking about that mm-hmm. so that uh, that that also came at like in that moment of me on the bus like like dang like i really did it like i really took i really transmuted something mm-hmm. into like and i didn't think i would be able to do that again after the pandemic you know, when it was when I was in that turbulence, I was like, yo, because I lost my voice. And, like, I couldn't sing for months. And so to come from here to, like, from a hum, I couldn't even hum. Like, I started humming to now doing full shows and writing and putting on productions. It's like, yo, it, it came from source. I could always reinvent myself and do it again. You know, nothing was, it's not on me, it's in me. Mm-hmm. And that's for everybody, like, you, like, that's why I give people their flowers, like, yo, you surpassed a pandemic, a panorama, a Pyrex dish. <laughs> like, you survived the, you know, this is historical. I don't think people are sitting down with that. Something happened, and we need to respect it mm-hmm. and give grace that stuff is happening. Like, I don't think people, like, look at the news, right? And you see things going and, like, yo, it's crazy out here, mm-hmm. right? And what do you expect for people who lost their jobs? And some people didn't recalibrate. Some people didn't transmute mm-hmm. into, you know, their purpose. Some people are still in turbulence. And, like, it, it, it's we don't think it's normal, but it's normal. Yeah, there was all these expectations also while it was going on. It yes. was like, I remember, like, especially 2020, it was like when we all had off, right? And everyone's like, yeah, this is the time you take out your LLC. And this is the time, like, what are you doing with this money? What are you doing with this unemployment? And this, that, and third, and, like, all these expectations and everything thrown. It's like, um, I'm surviving. <laughs> I'm surviving. Uh, that might, like, look a little different to you than it does to me, but I'm surviving. How yeah. about you, you know? Uh, like, because it's like at the end of the day, you know, you were talking about the um, the redemption period, uh-huh. right? And something that I've been coming to learn about myself is, like, I've thrived off of that redemption period uh-huh. more than most other periods in my life. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, you know, I, I, I could correlate that to my ADHD. I correlate that to a lot of different things. But um, I had an opportunity this year to reflect and be, like, you know, you don't need something to completely, like, be destroyed just so that you can use it as an excuse to, uh, like, redeem yourself. Uh, you know, you can just redeem yourself because you want to, not uh, because it's triggered by something else, an out external force. Uh, because then you're doing it kind of for that force or from that force. So it's, um, it's not being generated from love. It's almost being generated from our... Trauma. Trauma from our ego, from our, you know, survival space, right? So it's like, it's so much harder to uh, uncover, redeem, uh, rebirth yourself when you just decide it's time to, rather than 
being uh, provoked by, you know, whether a job change or a relationship change or a living situation change. You know, I've let these extremes navigate Mm. my reactions for so long. I'm really learning grace and I'm really learning the gray shades and learning to be comfortable with the fact that everything in between black and white is a different shade of gray and it's a spectrum and it's not always exciting. You know, it's not always super happy. It's not always super sad. And I feel like I would thrive off of like, I'm so fucking happy right now where I'm so sad right now. I need to make a change or I'm so happy. I need to like spread this everywhere. And it was like these extremes that I was navigating. And the thing is, is like you can't find stability in extremes. It's not sustainable. Just like in, you know, the stock market or just like in all these different spaces, like you might get a lot of money, you might lose a lot of money, but you're not guaranteed a, like a, a, a like fixed kind of area. That's right. more like in the bonds right. and stuff. You know, that's why people invest in different things that are more, that are less aggressive. You know, um, I'm correlating things with finances because I'm doing my best to learn finances because, you know, I have it's a hard place, place, you know, like it's like it's so intimidating when you don't have the knowledge and we're not taught this shit in school, you know, and we're lucky if someone in our family knows or and usually it's like people in our family might know, but they don't know how to explain it, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's just like we're friends and stuff and you just see people doing it. It's like right now, that's also another uh, shade of gray that I've been really um advocating for myself to find more enjoyment in is understanding how i can work with my finances i might not learn it all i might not understand it all but just to know what can help me progress rather than regress and acknowledge the things that make me regress financially so that i can uh, neutralize them to create a safe and stable environment with me and income you know, because I find that like That's my accountability. accountability, yeah, and and also the compassion, but the discipline. You yeah, know, yo, and that's that's the yo, big one. That's it's the, like the accountability discipline. and discipline is crazy. Because mm-hmm. like after like that whole redemption phase, like now you want to when you now find are you gonna a plateau piece, or are you gonna yeah mm-hmm. when you want to try to trickle a piece right when you find a trickle a piece and you like okay let's exploit this let's explore this let's like keep it the way it like it is it's not gonna be the way it was but like now that i found like some kind of like grounding Mm -hmm. how do i like take this momentum and grow that right Mm -hmm. so like we doing that it's like okay the maintenance comes with that too Mm -hmm. so like now i'm learning maintenance of like what that looks like for myself when it does plateau again because it will yeah Things plateau. It's only natural. I've been flowing. Yeah. What is this? What is my source? And what's what are my tools to navigate when that does happen? Mm -hmm. I think that's more scary for me to figure out. Like you know, I feel like I'm on a time clock a little bit. Like okay, because you know it's not gonna. And that's that's probably a trauma thing too. It's Mm -hmm. just like you always waiting for around the corner. Like what's around the corner? Right. So it's like oh. It's going too good. Yeah, it's when gonna something's go, going to drop. Gonna go yeah, drop, exactly, right? it's, it's exactly. like, You know trauma going to drop like a mixtape. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's, okay, how do I take care of myself? What does that look like for myself? What are those tools and practices that I can implement for my life? And it's not, it's never going to look the same for people. And the thing that's dope is, like, the fact that we acquire these tools. Like, the thing is, is, like, you get dropped in the hole. Like, you hit rock bottom, and then you find bedrock and clay, and you start creating tools for yourself. 
right? And then you you rise up, you find the ladder, you get up there, right? And then you're back and then you fall into a smaller ditch, but you still have the tools to make your next ladder to get out. But you got to remember that. You got to remember that you have them with you. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because these are things that you're building within yourself. It's not outside of yourself. That's right? what I was like. Exactly. That's why I was like, it's not on me, it's in me. Mm-hmm. And then you. No, I love that term. And you could say that when you've actually, like, you know, you got little graduations in your head. Yeah. You know, when those things happen. So it's like you acquire certain skills, certain survival tactics. That's wisdom right there. So it's like, like we said, like those. Low bottoms matter just as those peaks. Those mm-hmm. valleys are so valuable. They teach you more than winning. They really do because they teach you a certain etiquette, a certain force to move with. When things like, you know, you, you look at certain details a little bit more. You know, it's like when you grow up in um, certain environments, you know, you always know to leave the club a little early. You know, Why? Mm-hmm. We having so much fun. Mm-hmm. It's good vibes only. It's like no, it's not. I see things. You already see what's I going see on. Certain People things. are getting drunker. I see certain deals. I see certain mm-hmm. energies going mm-hmm. on. Like we need to leave by two o'clock. Yep. It's about three. Because you don't want to leave when everybody's leaving and everyone's hit, getting into shit. Mm-hmm. Things gonna pop off. Yep. It's tinted windows outside the club. Like why? Why <laughs> we got tinted windows outside the club? Why mm-hmm. he not rolling his windows down all the way? Like it's time to go. <laughs> you know. And, and yeah, I've yeah. always been that kid. Like yo, watch the clock. You know, my parents always called about to like, where you at? It's like you already know where I'm at. Like you know, it's like <laughs> those things. And like when you have those, you know, from those experiences, you have those like okay, I have protocols for myself. Mm-hmm. I have boundaries for myself. And and everybody doesn't want to talk about those though. Mm-hmm. Like everybody want to get drunk, nobody want to eat. <laughs> like nobody want to eat, eat before we leave, but everybody want to get drunk. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody want to have sex, but nobody wants to talk about the precautions. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody wants to use protection, and we don't mm-hmm. do any of those things until it's reactionary. Yep. Until something goes wrong, nobody wants to have good health until they're sick. Yeah, and it's just like it's 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 a constant thing because it's taking for granted what we already have, but then op- those opportunities are the moments to grow. Those opportunities are the moments to have, you know, the gratitude for what we do have, and like sometimes it takes that. So it's like, of course, it sucks. Like you know, you find out you say so you find out this, you you know, or that, like whatever the case is. But then you're definitely gonna move differently. And maybe we have to, like, reevaluate, like, how can I be less of a, like, I was going to say a brat, but, like, yeah, kind of a brat. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, <laughs> and, like, uh, stubborn. You know what I mean? Because the thing is, is, like, you you communicate with the universe. Like, you, you we are all co-creating, and I don't mean that in the gaslit way that everything that happens is on purpose. No, like, but if there are reactions to causes and effects, and I believe that there's things that are, in our hands. There like, are peaks and valleys. And there's things that are not in our hands that we are co-creating and then there's things that we don't have control over it. But I am saying that in the sense of like, we have the opportunity to ask creator, you know, God, whoever it is that you believe in, whatever it is that you believe in, can I have grace in this lesson rather than do I need to like hit rock bottom for this next one? Because it's like once you, especially once you start like, paying attention to your journey, right? And your like your healing journey or whatever you want to call it, like when you start paying attention to the patterns and the cycles and the generational stuff that happens, you know, then you can start realizing like, oh wow, I did I learned this from this and I learned this lesson from this. And then you start realizing that there was a bunch of mini lessons before that lesson that we chose to ignore at the time. 
you know, and it's not to beat ourselves up, but it's more so like, okay, how can I become, how can I, how can I calibrate my eye and my senses to become aware of when the universe is showing me signs? Because we're over here praying for signs without realizing that the signs are all around us. We just need to pray to actually be able to discern them. You know what I mean? You can look and see 1111 and 555 and all this, and you can Google what that means. But if you're not aware of what's happening in the moment that you're seeing that sign and not being present with your actual reality, it don't really mean much besides a moment of, like, dopamine or, only or looking, fear. Or only looking for those certain signs. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, like like you said, that overstimulation, right? So it's like we're so used to things going really good or really bad, like a reactionary type of thing. Like those signs, sometimes those signs don't even – aren't even going to look the way you expect them to look. Mm-hmm. So we miss them a lot because it's like, oh, I, I got to look this certain way. Mm-hmm. It has to look like this. If it don't look like this, then, you know, you don't pay attention to them and you take things for granted, right? Like, oh, I want this type of person to reach out to me, right? Meanwhile, you got like 20 other people who are messaging you for the same thing of what you wanted, but they don't fit the aesthetic. So I don't appreciate it as much. Yep. Uh, we do that a lot. Very shallow. Very shallow reactionary society. And, well, that's how social media makes it look. But yeah. everybody, when they get off that damn phone, they're the same people. Every single person is going through the same thing. Like mm-hmm. I said, everybody We're farting. All human. Everybody farting. Mm-hmm. Nobody want to talk about it. <laughs> everybody want to come up with social media and be like, oh, ew, I would never. It's like, yeah, you would, though. Mm-hmm. You have. You literally can't you, control it's it. It's those conversations you don't want to talk about. So it's like, and for the opposite spectrum of people, like, who feel so strongly about stuff, you know, feel so strongly about religion, feel so strongly about, you know, even sexuality, feel so strong. It's like, you would not even say that to your cousin. Who's Muslim? You won't say that to your your, your sister who's lesbian. You gonna ask her to pass the peas when you get home. Stop mm-hmm, lying. Stop mm-hmm, fronting. Mm-hmm. You know. You know that. But you're on the on the internet like with all caps, like all going people. crazy. Going crazy. You know. But you won't even address the people in your reality. And you're a fake. Yeah. You're, you're not. Even it's poser. Living. It's it's and it's fear based. It's like yeah. it's like it's 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 a front. It's an aesthetic. It's like you know everyone like. Uh, the advocatism, you know, I was trying to find an adjective for it when I put it the description. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, like, laughing at trying to say it because, like, advocacy. reading it, yeah. But just, like, looking at that and, like, seeing how everyone is, like, an advocate. And, like, just like we were saying before, like, if you give credit for everything, nobody gets credit. The same thing, if you stand up for everything, you're standing up for nothing. You know what I mean? Because at the same token, like, you can't be on everyone's team if teams are opposing. You know, you can have an understanding and, you know, like you could definitely believe in these things, but to center your life over being an advocate over every single thing that seems like is morally right for you to be an advocate over is is fronting. It's like it's not it's not real, you know, advocate for what you feel moved by advocacy without challenge. If you just like like I think like for me, it's like advocacy without challenging the advocacy. Mm-hmm. Right, so a lot of the times, like, I'm not gonna always agree with Black Lives Matter. Some things is some things is not agreeable. Some things, like I said, that thing about self righteousness. When we feel so strongly about something, we feel so driven and compelled to do things. Sometimes we can override somebody else's freedom, the same freedoms that we want, mm-hmm. right? And it's not only about like that concept of BLM. It's like how I feel about humanity, right? So. 
you feel so strongly about something, but you trump over someone else's experiences. Mm -hmm. And then in between, the context of in between, right? So it's like, what was it? It's, it's, it's like you have to be careful of that. You have to, you have to be aware because when you're not aware, you're just like, you're just as destructive as the message you're trying to compel yep. or you're trying to hold accountable. Yep. You're now you're the villain. Mm -hmm. You're someone now else's you're perpetuating villain. The you're, trauma. you're literally mm -hmm. perpetuating and it's like, you're not listening to your own experiences. You're not listening. Instead of you're, you're, you're vengeful mm -hmm. and you're react, you're reacting and you're not setting in place of a, a cure for that experience that you had. Now nah, you're just going to repeat the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we don't have to, it's not f about fighting the same way as people. It's reintroducing a new method of fighting, mm -hmm. you know, and there are many, there are many positions in a revolution that are just as effective. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't look the same way as your ideas, as your feeling, as you want it to feel. It's not going to look the same way. It's, you're not going to get there the same way as you imagine it, right? And it it just brings this, like, frivolosity in, in the fight of things because of so many distractions when we just feel like it's a lot of noise. It's like, we should do this, we should do that. I... I want this to happen because I feel like this mm -hmm. and not the way it, it, the proper process of how it should go. Because not only do like my image, I want my image so strongly that I override yours, right? This is not, this is, that's what I say, like freedom, right? Nobody knows what freedom means. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows what freedom means. Like freedom to me is not the image of you, of what you feel, of your freedom, definition of freedom. Mm -hmm. We want freedom, but okay, we get freedom, right? What happens when I have to express my freedom for everybody? You're gonna be like, no, because freedom—that's not my definition everybody. of freedom. <laughs> and then yeah. what happens is it's like if you don't agree with my freedom, we got a problem. Mm -hmm. It's like why can't now you be you free just, in your now way? Now you just became now you just became your the same enemy that you didn't want. Like it's like you're a perpetuator. Of you're it. perpetuating mm -hmm. because you don't know these definitions. You're not feeling them. You're just saying them. You're not understanding the context of what freedom is. It's like I have to be okay with my freedom not looking like your freedom and you having the freedom to go express it yep. without my permission because it's not about me. Yep. That's what freedom is. Mm -hmm. That's literally freedom. Freedom That's cradles it. people like I don't have ownership on freedom. It's crazy because, like, what you're saying just shines such a light on so many different topics of, like, like everything. You know, specifically, I'm thinking I might be a little bit controversial for saying that, but I don't mean it in that way. I just want to shine light to one particular thing that came to mind politically is, like, you know, when you look at the the, the um the red side, right, and then and you see a whole bunch of people that are advocating for bodily autonomy to not necessarily receive certain injections because of their own beliefs, but yet uh, pushing down the throat that people shouldn't have sovereignty as women to decide whether they can bring a being into the life or not, regardless of how they were conceived. You know, it's just like a perfect example of freedom trumping over freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, it's wild. Like, how can you be fighting for bodily autonomy, but only in your... Um, 
only Christian in, only in their perception. In their, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's not because exactly. it, it, that's not freedom for everybody. It's exactly. So what are you fighting for? Like you're it, fighting for what you you're want. Fighting it's for another man's what? image of how it should be without any inclusion of of everyone. And that is the problem. And you're going to perpetuate on the other side of that coin why you're exploiting your freedoms. On the other side, somebody is in suffrage because of that, because their voice is not being heard. And when you are depriving somebody of their choice, when you deprive, like, a child of sugar, when they finally get in that goddamn cookie jar, you're going to get a manic, diabetic, mm-hmm. you know, angry kind of spirit that's going on. And mm. you're going to be like, why are they so radical? Why? Because you deprive them. Of 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 a voice. God, that's so true. So that's now, the thing too. so now oh that, that you deprive me, nope. now that you deprived my voice, I'm about to make you pay because mm-hmm. I was salty being in silence. Yep. And now I'm about to show you what it feels like. But mm-hmm. then on the same thing, it's like, did you learn anything from your silence? Did you actually yeah, like, plot or did, <laughs> did you, you actually just be or? really mad about yeah. it? And did you just like now are you vengeful with it? You know, because there are some people who mm-hmm. are totally neutral. They ain't even know it was going down. You know, and yep. you're like, yo, why are you attacking me? Because everybody got to pay. Yeah. I was in suffrage. It's like, what that got to do with me? It was it was a Tuesday for me. It like, was a I Tuesday. I didn't know what you <laughs> were talking about, bro. Like That's like yeah. when people react in, 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 like, whether it's, you know, walking on the street, like, or, you know, in the car or at a grocery store, all these different places where people have these wild reactions, and it's, like, so much deeper, you know, and it's, like, you know, say the same thing goes into every space, you know, like we, we were talking about on the phone with the different spaces of like I was saying how, you know, the the circle of women, like how women liberating themselves, it, like you don't have to you don't have to hate men to do that. Mm. Like You don't need to like put men down. That's that to, check engine. Like you see that, that that's that check engine. You ain't diffuse. You're not, you're you're not actually acknowledging it. You're just like, oh, all right, whatever, I'll get to it, you know, or I'll just put some oil, I'll add to it, you know, whatever. It's You're not actually getting to the problem. Because then when you find out that, like, you're harboring the resentment of your father or you're harboring the resentment mm-hmm. of a previous partner and then you're putting it on, like, we're all equal at the end of the day. That's the way I view it. You know, like, that's, there's, a, there's a, a Lakota prayer that talks about, like, you know, a lot of people say aho, right, like, spiritual spaces or something you'll hear a lot of people say aho but people don't know what it means like i apologize if i didn't pronunciate that in the best way i could have is a lakota prayer that talks about everything is equal from the rock nation to the plant nation to the spirit nation the animal nation the spirit like everything is uh-huh. equal uh-huh so it's like when you, when we and that's why I love that prayer and that's why I choose to say that rather than amen because it holds more validity to me than the word amen does uh-huh. and um and I like to honor it in that way but also acknowledge where it comes from because like we have people that are sitting here saying like you know this that and the third attacking men attacking this attacking this and then like saying a ho at the end of their sentence and they don't even know what they're saying because it's like that's contradictory. And on top of it, probably appropriation. If and then and on top of it, you know, you're not you're shortening something you don't even know the definition of. That's what I be saying. It's that instant potato uh, behavior I be mm-hmm. talking about. Like y'all just instant be potato behavior. That's a Doing things <laughs> yeah, that yeah, you but. don't understand the gravity of them. Mm-hmm. Like you really, or you're not even trying to learn them. Like I'm yeah. not saying we supposed to be like so tactful. Like okay, before I say something, I gotta mm-hmm. ah. 
But y'all don't do no investigation behind what we talking about. Just having balance, you know, just having accountability, holding yourself accountable is just like just spewing things just because I was like, everybody want to be first. Nobody want to be like, you know, uh, nobody wants to lead. It's like everybody wants to be first on a lot of things. Nobody wants to lead in love. Nobody wants to lead in like you know. Yeah, people are ready to lead for themselves. Yeah, you know, people or, are ready or to this sit. whole concept of like of men like, oh, I'm the leader. I'm the leader. I'm the leader. What is a leader though? Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you? Like, what is the definition of a leader? Some of y'all ain't led nothing. Like a lot of y'all have led nothing. You don't know what a leader is. No, people you've are only, copy only, and pasting. You've and never things. had someone to solely depend on you. Mm-hmm. Or you've never had someone to solely trust you in a way of, you know, a, a life of a life or death situation or mm-hmm. just people to, okay, we, tr- we trust you because you instill us to get to the next step. You don't know what that looks like, but you're saying the word and throwing it around. And then you are holding somebody accountable to the standard that you know nothing of. And the same vice versa with women. It's like you're holding people to standards that you haven't even exploited yourself. You don't even know what that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. What is worth to you? Mm-hmm. But you want somebody to find you worthy. How do you even navigate that? That is so confusing. It's like the concept of like, you know, lighting another candle won't take from your own flame. It's like, it's, I feel like, especially on the soil that we're on, showing that, like, colonizers taking over something is the only way to get something, right? You know, that's, like, the birth of our of our Nation, country, unfortunately, yeah. you know? But it's the real, like, and so, like, from that point on, how can human beings not look at conquering things as the only way to take, to get things, right? So it's, like, you have to have, you have to be in tune with, the other spectrum, not of just those people and those being in the history, the history of America, the the stories that they tell us, but not the other end. It's like getting in tune, simply being like, you know, if you have any Native people that you know, sitting there and listening to them. If you don't, literally just going, or even just elders, because we're all indigenous from somewhere, you know, and like listening to the people and the story and the simple things, like going outside and, and going into source, going inside and going into source, which is thinking about or giving space to what is balance? Because if we're thinking like we need to step on other people, especially in New York City, like I need to step on this other person's head to get to the next place that I want to in my career, is like, pause, let's reevaluate that because I understand I can have compassion with your understanding. Look at the history, look at the things you were taught in your life. You literally have to be a person that thinks outside the box to not think that way by default. You know, so then if you're not that way, which I have to also have compassion with just because I've always like thought very differently and like dissected every little thing, like doesn't mean everyone has. So like everyone's going to reach their point at different times. Doesn't make me better than anyone. Doesn't make me less than anyone. It just means we all get to different things at different times. So having that period or even just having those conversations with those radical people that are like, well, what makes you believe in this? Like, you know, not in a condescending way, but like 
in a gentle way, like let them do the thing. Thought provoking, yeah. you know. Let them do the thing. Exactly. Thinking. Like let you ask the, the questions and then ask they the do that. Exactly. And the same thing. Like ask the questions, let them ponder on it, and let them because those are questions that people are not having with themselves or the conversations that people are introducing. It's just echo chambers, and no one's saying anything. Exactly. It's, it's echo, echo chambers, chambers of like, like I feel uh, we we like PB and J. Yeah, we like PB and J. There's a whole people in that same crowd with like. A nut allergy. Yep. <laughs> and, and they're just like, yeah, we yeah, like we it. Yeah, we like PBJ. And it's like, yeah, we like PBJ. And it's like, I wish so bad I could have it even though I'm allergic. It's like, like, but do you? You might not even like the taste. Yeah, it's like these are just like principles that like I just try to walk with myself every day mm-hmm. or the patience that I try to walk myself every day when I see something crazy or when I see stuff like that are just bizarre. You know, like I'm that type of person like, you know, what was the mass shooter thinking? Like, what was that person thinking before they like got to that acted point. that way? Yeah. Like, what is the mindset of that person? Like, how was that day? Like, how did they get there? Yeah. How yeah. did you get to this conclusion to yeah. just ruin or change people's lives forever like what mm-hmm. does that look like and what does our society look like that cradles that kind of behavior mm-hmm. what are what kind of society are we to to even have to even create that kind of behavior from somebody yep what is the stress level that we're putting each other under mm-hmm. whether the verse voices or conversations not being heard and just because it's not like no like we're giving it a platform but it's kind of exposing things that these are real and these are what to look out for and this is what we need to be accountable for for us to like you know what are we teaching our our society what are we putting in the market what are we putting in the algorithm who's freak the algorithm who's making the algorithm facts because people don't even understand that like well the source i I try to i try Mm -hmm. to tell people like yo there's a whole algorithm Mm -hmm. people make algorithms people don't and what's their intention they don't even see that there's like algorithm no algorithm makes itself no somebody has to literally turn the power button on who created the algorithm algorithm could look totally like instagram we're hosting things or youtube and stuff like that right now there's like this like thing on youtube where people are noticing about the algorithm how it's a little biased how it could like you know you're you're penalizing one group but the other group for the same thing they're not getting penalized mm-hmm. keeping all their views and they're not getting those check marks or they're not getting those penalties or strikes mm-hmm. for the same exact thing mm-hmm. so what is it you know what is that thing and we're playing with these algorithms and we're not kind of like holding them accountable or mm-hmm. like critically thinking about stuff and We're just subscribing to stuff. There's the in-between, too, right? Where there's, like, you know, um, at this point, I, I I think we all know, like, that it's it's literally been disclosed time and time over again that our phones are keeping data collection. Our computers are keeping data collection. There's fac- facial recognition. There's a lot of things that are happening, right? Now, there is a monitoring of uh, our freedom of speech on platforms, and I feel like not everybody wants to speak on that because the people who are who did speak on that was like red people for Trump, right? You know, so everyone was like, "Well, they're banning Trump." Da, 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 da. So now people that don't believe in Trump, 
feel like, well, I can't say that because then I'm going to get looked at as a Republican or like that. I believe that. And it's like, no, you could just get looked at as a person who uh, wants to just not be censored. And the people who were saying that it's going to be a bad idea knew it was going to turn into this. It's like our self-righteousness, when we don't like something, we want it gone. We want it shunned. We mm-hmm. want it out. But it's like you're connected to Trump is human. You're connected to him, period, because an example of him is ex- can, can be an example of you easily, right? And from us just shunning things and throwing things out frivolously and stuff like that, yeah, 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 that's cool. That's the fast way. That's the instant ramen. That's the mashed potato I'll be talking about. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's, that's the typical way of doing things, but you got to slow down. Some, like I said, freedom, you're not going to always like it. You're not going to always like it. And a person has a freedom to say what they want to say. And that freedom looks totally different from yours. But exploiting someone's freedom can also come at a consequence and mirror your exploitation of freedom. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. And we're not protecting that, period. Mm -hmm. You don't have to agree to protect. You don't have to agree to feel... um, you're, You're not an enemy if you don't agree to something. Like, and I feel like the society now is like, if you don't subscribe to what I'm feeling, to what I'm emotionally invested in, you're an enemy. Yep. And you haven't even done the due process to even fully understand if you're emotionally subscribed to it. It's like, because you have so many facets to yourself, you know, like we go through about probably 20 emotions a day throughout the day, you know, you don't emotionally subscribe to like, oh, I hate men, all men should die. You mm-hmm. do not feel like that 24-7. You do not feel like that. You talking to your best friend who's a dude right now that all men should die? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like It's like that's... That's OD. You're, yeah, like, you're lying. You're lying exactly. to yourself. You're lying to yourself. And like now we taking on these traits. It's like now that's when it becomes a personality, right? Exactly. It's like exactly. you solidify these things, these falsities, and it's like now it's like, oh, I have to be loyal to them or I'm fake. Mm-hmm. I have to be loyal to them. Well, that's also like the cancel culture aspect. That's yeah. like, you know, that's like that's the cancel culture aspect in in so many different spaces of like, well, this person got outed or like shown for this. Now, if I don't subscribe to either bashing and or not consuming their content and completely dehumanizing this person, then I am supporting that one slip up behavior when it's like you know, there's a there's a lot of different things in which we don't understand how things get altered. There was one specific podcast that I chose to listen to because of how ridiculous it sounded. It was a clip of Joe Rogan's podcast with him and Kanye. It was like, I forgot what the clip was, but I was like, what? There's no way he really said that. I'm like, let me go watch the whole thing. He did not say that. He did not say what was in the clip. They were from two completely different sides of the podcast. Podcast was pretty long. I listened to the whole thing. And I was so happy that I did because it was such a good podcast. I love me some Joe Rogan. Yo, I, yo, yo Joe Rogan he's, really. He's really great. Like, yo, he's, yo. He, listen, he got, he's bro, he's bro, he's a very, a very bro New Jersey Italian yeah. man. But he speaks on the topics that. that nobody is talking about. And he's generally pretty balanced. Yeah, like he's generally pretty balanced. Like there's things that he'll say, but if you're going to be nitpicky and, and super reactionary, you're going to do that to everybody. Like. You know, and it's like it's just to say like certain things. Some people just don't. It's just an, it's it's a, it's, it's a more intelligent 
conversation because it's, authentic. it's bipartisan. Mm-hmm. Real conversations come from bipartisans. Real conversations come from, I call it like an umami, right? Like we all want things to be sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like we want things to be sweet and, and, and crunchy and, and, and good. But what about the bitter and what about the mm-hmm. salty? Mm-hmm. You know, collect those together. You get a more nuanced, you know, more flavor that's more depth. You know, it's like that umami conversation of like, oh, where we actually learn something from each other. Mm-hmm. We walk away from each other. Not just we had a good time. Not just, oh, yeah, I had fun. That was lit. It was turned. Now nah, we actually like feel walk away with feeling whole. Yeah. You know, we actually walk away with something to think about, something to ponder on, you know. And I, I find myself, especially during, like, the pandemic, finding myself more in those, like, spaces of, you know, instead of full men podcasts of, like, Manosphere and full female podcasts, I find myself listening to both parties coming together and actually talking. Yeah. Actually listening and talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, yeah, and Joe Rogan as well, like, learning and, like, going into those, like, spaces where you learn so much and you walk away with more questions yep. because the more you find out, the more you understand that you don't know, you mm-hmm. know, and find myself listening to more things that, like, I would have never listened to because I'm like, oh, nah, I'm intolerant to that. I don't yeah. have the capacity to figure that out. And there's know? also compassion for the times that you don't, you know. It doesn't mean that it's permanent. Yeah. There's also the compassion for the times that you don't. Like, it's like a lot of people that operate from the extremes are highly reactionary, like, very raw Emotionally state. strung out. Yeah, like, you know, they're coming from that, like, you know, super raw, raw skin, like, can't touch it because it's going to hurt no matter Sensitive, what, you yeah. know. And it's like... And I, I don't want to invalidate anyone that feels that way because you're having your own experience and there's compassion and there's love in that space for you. you know. And I really just invite anybody who um, is a strong advocate on anything to really just evaluate how you are also having the compassion for the, for the people who aren't believing in the things that you believe in. You know, Because I found myself at times lacking that compassion. Mm-hmm. When it comes to certain topics and certain things, I've definitely been that person who's been extreme. I'm having this conversation because I've been so extreme so mm. many times you know when i was vegan i was the veganist vegan mm. i was the i was the vegan that was like i can't understand how people still eat meat with all the content that's out we're, <laughs> do we not understand what we're consuming how are we not having this that's that and that that's that and it's like okay that's great like for the moment for what to me be checked off that vegan now i'm part of this vegan crew that thinks that they're better than everybody else because we can consume. And the thing is about, like, you know, and I'm not saying everybody who is vegan is like this. I'm just saying that that was my extreme when I was it at the time that I was, you know. I was on and off vegetarian since I was 13, and I was, like, vegan, vegan when I was, I think I was 23 or 22, something like that. And, you know, when I was doing that, it was, like, a boom. Like, there was, like, there wasn't as much vegan accessibility like there is on Stand Out Now. But it was like, there's so many different aspects, like to everything, right? You're when you claim like that vegan, right? You're expected to uphold a certain thing. You can't have an egg. You have an egg. You gotta take that dot off, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't human, right? But at the same time, you can't human. <laughs> you really can't. Like I you gotta, human. you gotta just. You're now a vegan human. You can't. Yeah. You can't subscribe to the unvegan humanism. You know, and like there's just like. But then you'd come in contact with different people in the supposed group where we all go out to eat 
and I'm going to a, an Asian restaurant, so I know that, you know, sometimes they put seafood in, in the broth, so I'm going to ask that question. Uh-huh. But people aren't asking that question. So how do you know if you're vegan? So if you're consuming byproducts of animals and stuff, it, it's the lack of knowledge and awareness. It's a lack of wanting to commit to something. Um, and then it's the overcompensation of committing so wholly to something that you almost lose yourself. Into That's when it becomes personality. Exactly. That's when it becomes the personality. And I feel like that comes up in so many different spaces and, and places, you know, like it, as a person who has always been very much so like I like who I like. And I never really tied a label to myself. I've never felt super comfortable in the LGBTQ community because I wasn't subscribing necessarily to any particular monoliths. Monoliths. Or the lifestyle, you know, in the sense of like being a certain way or carrying on a certain thing. You know, there's a lot of different spaces where there is that, you know. There's a, any any niche, any any particular topic, there's always going to be an extreme version of that, you know. Um, and the rarity is to find the people that are finding the balance within that. You usually don't find them in, like, the in the center of it, uh-huh. usually on the outskirts somewhere. It might be at an event, but they might not be, like, super, you know, right, in, right. involved. And, and, and the thing is, I want to encourage more people to be super involved in these events because we're needed. The people who are speaking... You know, I like in say an LGBT, like say pride, you know what I mean? Um, you want to have people that are in between. Like, I want to encourage the people that are finding the same knowledge that we are because, you know, if we found each other and we're having this understanding, right? There's more people like they're out there like us. Whatever it is that you are involved in, that you are witnessing extremes in, it can be extremely <laughs> intimidating and or um, testing to one's patients to want to involve oneself because if not involved entirely, like, it could be, um, you know, there's space for either ourselves or others to judge and criticize the commitment to whatever um, thing we're advocating for. But I want to encourage anyone that's listening to this at any point, you know, to that's the reason even more so it's needed. Like we need to show people that there's middle ground. We need to show people that you can be accountable without being crucified. Mm. You know, that you can make a mistake and redeem. You could come back from anything. Like I'm a firm believer in that. Like you can really come back from anything as long as you are dedicating yourself fully to come back from that for yourself and for the collective like finding that balance between both and really devoting your time and space to coming back from whatever it is that respecting you everybody's journeys. Yeah. Respecting everybody's journeys and not everybody has the same equipment of na- to navigate through life as you do. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like of course we're going to come to conflict. But this levels of conflict too. Conflict is healthy. We don't we've become a society that denies conflict. Like oh, like any conflict is a hater. No, it's just going to raise some questions, some, some, you know, you're just exposing some, 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 you know, checked some things that's just been checked off, like hasn't been checked yet, you know, like an advocacy, right? Like, and anything with advocacy, if it's not being innovated into like, you know, being accounted for as in like, okay, if we're not challenging the concepts, and we're not re-challenging old concepts, and we're not updating things and, and really breaking ground, 
Um, because everything changed within society, right? If we're not breaking ground and holding each other accountable, what are we really innovating in? Are we truly making progress? Or are we just, you know, creating, you know, perpetuation as just safe? You know, this is safe. It's always worked for us, right? But there are always things to improve on. There are always things to be accountable for. There are always new challenges that's going to make us face and look things at things deeper than what it is. Right. So it's like we can't always subscribe to things and think that this is just the basis is going to stay like this forever. No, nah, I want to investigate like everybody should be investigating who they truly are, what, what what that means to them. You know, I love seeing people on the in between, like you said, because it's like it makes life more interesting because it shows the realities of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. I love seeing groups of friends. Cause you see how different groups of friends are like, Oh, that's that person. That's that person. Like nobody has like that squared away, like group of friends. Not everybody has that. Like, you know, I love seeing friends like, Oh, this is a dancer. This is the poet. This is the lawyer. This is the, I love that. Like, that's what life is to me. It's just like different flavors and different things. Like they're so different, but they mesh well together. Absolutely. And like, you have to give people the grace that their journeys is like, Everybody grew up different with different parents. Mm -hmm. Some grew up with one. Some some people grew up with no parents. Like that, whatever journey that people are on, give them the grace because they haven't seen what you've seen yet, or they haven't experienced what you've experienced yet. Right. So they may not be there or be present in in your perspective as you would want somebody to be. It's like that's th you're gonna set yourself up for failure if you think that. If you think that everybody should think like you because this is the right way to think, nah, mm -hmm. absolutely not. Two truths could coexist in one space. I think that's why it's really big on when you're feeling like super um, definitive on something. That's like a, a really big, uh, I would say it's a green flag to check in with yourself, mm -hmm. right? It's a red flag to speak probably. Mm. Like, <laughs> 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 like green flag definitely seems like it's the time to check in, you know, yeah. like red flag, maybe just sit with it for a little bit before it comes out. And you're like, you look back and you're like, oh, like there's so many things that I've said in the past, like even on this podcast that I'll listen back to and I'm like, ooh, I'm cringing. Oh, oh, okay. Do that? I changed. I don't feel that way so strongly and that could look at being like um hypocritical you know some people look at that as oh definitely I, yeah, I feel like people I, love to throw that around yeah like make a decision mm -hmm. like make it like and it's like but doing? i'm constantly evolving i'm constantly changing how could i make the same decision based on my newfound awareness and I'm i can't going make to a decision of stuff i don't know nothing about like exactly. more about i need to know more about something i'm i've now you know how people be like oh and this is so easy oh my gosh I loved, uh, I noticed this like years ago too. Like when people be like, you know, a lot of people in conversation, they just agree with stuff. They don't necessarily know them. So it's like, let's say like, it's like some trivia, like an inside joke, right? And you always see, it's like one out of the group. There's somebody out of that group who don't know what's going on, but they go laugh. Mm -hmm. They're like, yeah, yeah. It's like, go, you don't even know, do you? You know? And I have gotten accustomed. Mm -hmm. I tried to get more accustomed to be like, nah, what is that movie? I don't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never seen it before. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, or, you know, do you know this person? Have you read that book? It's like, nah, tell me about it. You yeah. know, I've, I've made that a part of my language yeah. now to like, you know, nah, tell me more about it. Because it's like, 
we don't want to be excluded from stuff. Yeah. We don't want to. Oh, that's really that, where it's that's coming what from. Yeah. It's like, I want to be a part the of this fear, laughing. The like, fe- yeah, mm-hmm. the fear of standing on your own. Mm-hmm. And that comes back into that full circle with them trophies. Stop giving everybody trophies because you're making people feel the need that they have to be a part of something. Yep. It's like, oh, I, I'm, I'm, if I'm not a part of something, it's scarcity. Or it's like like I'm I'm deprived of something if I'm not a part of this, or if mm-hmm. I, I'm lacking if I'm not the same as everything else. If I don't describe to something, I'm being like excommunicated, or I'm going without. There's a lack of something. No, yep. it's not a lack of something. It's actually exposing you to like you know an opportunity to figure out what does work for you. It yeah, just it's makes like you it's giving you an opening to your actual personality Valid-y. rather than it's an invitation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to go you know explore that. You know, and because we aren't these labels, like we're so much more than these. Like you know, like a a a, a book isn't every chapter; it's the whole thing. Mm. You know, and it's like, why are we going to just like uh, minimize ourselves to be one chapter when we're a whole book, we're a whole series? And it's not even the best chapter. See, see, we always want the best chapters. We want the more exciting chapters, but then you miss the whole character build. Mm-hmm. You missed the building. The whole the arc. The you whole thing. You missed the whole arc of why <laughs> they like that, why mm-hmm. they even punch like that, why they even fight, <laughs> what's the fight. You're missing the, 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 you always want the meat of the sandwich. You're missing mm-hmm. the bread, the tomatoes, the, you know, you're missing that umami, like I mm-hmm. said, that crunchy, sweet, bitter, savory, sour, salty. Like you're missing yep. all of those of a well rounded piece, and all these pieces matter. They're for you. And just like all of these pieces are very valid and you need them, you need them, you have to respect somebody else's. That they may have different things about them. And not always will they correlate with you. And And if if it's not hurting you, let it be. And the duality spectrum of like you might have tomatoes on your on your sandwich and I might have tomatoes on my sandwich. But mine were grown in this place, yours were grown in that place, mine are yellow, yours are red. It, it's like at the end of the day, not being not being intimidated with the fact that people are going to do the same thing as you. Mm. Not hating on people because they're doing the same thing as you. Not being jealous or in, in, in um intimidated in that way that we then once again start to tear people down, which is another topic and another podcast that I'll actually be doing soon with a, with a, a host that that kind of came up organically with a with a post that she had put up. It was talking about like instead of just instead of uh, instead of being jealous or or instead of copying me and uh, just tell me that you're inspired, like just mm. just let me know that you're inspired. And, like, that's, there's so much power in that. Like, I literally learned how to do tattoo removal because I was inspired by my friend who was doing it in Puerto Rico. Mm. I messaged her. I was like, yo, <laughs> I want to do this. Like, I'm an esthetician. This is perfectly in my bracket. Can you tell me more? You inspired me. You know what I mean? But, like, that wasn't something that's some, not something that everyone has accessibility to. Like, you mm-hmm. have to come to that sense of, like, you know, I feel like people are super um, possessive, and I certainly came from that spectrum. Like, I was like, I actually found the song first. Ah, I don't know about you, but I found the song first, I and I that. actually put you I on it. With, so, that. That's me. and it's taken <laughs> me so long to like sit with the fact of like, whatever. Like, it's cool. Like, yes, to get credit. What was I fighting for? I wanted the credit that I never got for anything. Right. Mm. <laughs> so, like, I wanted to have my voice heard that was not heard. Right. So, like, that was the basis of where that come from. Once I started nurturing that inner child and being like, 
it's okay. I give you the credit now. Like, I love you. Yeah, you found that song first. That's how you don't need to glow about it. Right. You know what I'm saying? We know. We know who really found it first. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to, to say, we like, make it a big thing. I was just about to say, it's like, <laughs> all right, they got the song, you got the album. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just like you, you, you find these little, these mediums, but like, you know, something that, um, something that I always found joy in actually was letting people know that like I, I like source so like when I when someone inspires me I really like to tell them I'm uh-huh. like yo like this inspired me or this you know this is how we got here you know like I I like genuinely love giving credit when it's due yeah just give the credit when it's due absolutely when somebody it's like you don't have to be my friend for me to big you up like you know it's like facts a lot of people i be a lot of people that are around me are acquaintances but you it's like to people looking at outside like everybody your friend it's like no Mm -mm. it's like they're not your friend like nah they not they don't have to be my friend for me to respect them equally as a friend like this is like um i give everybody that same respect that's why some people it's like i see you rolling with mad people it's like i really don't roll with a lot of people Mm-hmm. I'm really introvert. But you introvert. Yes, I am. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, when I go home, it's like, we in the dark. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. in a good sense, like, we just getting some peace. Like, you know. Yeah, you're finally really balancing like, out the spectrum of all the light from outside. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. and, and like, from that, it's like, no, nah, not everybody's my friend, but I respect it. I get, everybody has equal opportunity with me. Well, that's the middle ground. Yeah. You know, you're finding that acquaintance. Like, everybody can't be your friend. If you're, everyone's your friend, then... Like, you're putting an expectation out for everybody to... But I make sure everybody's seen, has an Mm -hmm. opportunity to be seen. And there's an environment that I'm setting, like, at my Sonic Music Man, says an environment where I don't have to know you first base. Like, first base is I don't know you. I'm already shouting out compliments. Like, I love your hat. I love your pants. I love that. Like, I love your swag. Yo, thank you for your energy. Thank you for coming out. Like, you know, and it's like, yo, everybody is validated in this experience with me. Because you're helping me build this. It's not only me. It's everybody who's in this room who bought a ticket. It's everybody who, you know, who shared it. It's everybody who didn't, who couldn't even come. There were people who couldn't even come, but they just bought a ticket regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a blessing. It's like all those moving parts are necessary from the top to the bottom. And because of that, you're sharing this experience with me. You have a piece of that. You're building that piece of environment with me. Mm-hmm. You know, this vibe ain't only mine, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I don't take for granted. Everybody, every single person has a, can be a blessing in somebody's life, right? Your devil could be somebody's angel. Mm-hmm. Everybody plays oh a part. God, do you know how mm-hmm. many people in the streets, streets robbing right now? And like from the outside looking in, in these communities that have like, you know, the funding and have the backing and it's safe and stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, black on black crime. It's like, that's not true. There's no such thing as black on black crime. There's a thing called poverty, though. There's a thing called when you need them lights on and, you know, the lights, the fridge is low and the baby crying for, like, hours because there ain't no formula. We got to make it do what it do, you know. I got to be some, sometimes you got to be somebody's devil to be someone's angel. And that's a and that's horrible and it shouldn't be like that. That's just the playing ground on the monopolize of, like, you know, of of this society of like capitalism, but it's mm-hmm. like understanding that though, just understanding what you know depravity looks like for people, for some people, how it could look like. That's 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 what the conversations we have to have because then we could be like, okay, this is happening in real time. What do we do about it? Then we can make the person who is doing the quote unquote such a bad thing actually get 
painted as a person yeah. just doing their best you yeah know? and now we could implement some 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 safety where they feel like okay i'm now i'm fine now i'm being seen mm-hmm. now i'm being seen while i slapped the manager because they mm-hmm. was they was they was playing with me like yeah. you know and it's not right i'm not saying it's right none of this is right none of it is right but there are peaks and valleys in this life it's just neutral that there are peaks and valleys that we have to understand mm-hmm. that's going to expose us. Either you could take the opportunity to learn about it and exploit it and then make a cure for it, yep. you know, make a practice for the cure, or you could just see it for what it is, for, for, for what you think it is, and, and just, it, leave, it just leave it alone. That's, like, two things that come to mind, you know. With the, there's that meme or, like, p- little thing that's been going around that's, like, you know, if you see if you see someone stealing formula, baby formula, you didn't see anybody doing anything. Mm. Like, just leave it be, you know. And then there's also, and I love that when I seen that, I was like, "Word, facts." Like, what, like, are you, they like what are you gonna be? They yeah, they what innocent. are you really gonna do? Like, why? Why would you be like, "Oh my God, Miss, like she's stealing, like yo, she's stealing baby formula." Like, even if she was stealing a banana, that's food. Like, let them live. Like, even if it wasn't, just mind your business. They have plenty of money. These big companies, you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's someone's mom and pop, you know. And either way, like, um, that, and then also the the spectrum of like something that I've had to also adjust and adapt to like is like giving like deciding what homeless people should do with their money Mm. you know like i used to be like okay i'll go get you food like you know i got you like what do you want and like sometimes i'll still do that Mm -hmm. but i wouldn't give money because i'm like well they're gonna get drugs with it like you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying and i had a judgment to that like and then i started like reflecting I witnessed, like, a friend of mine who who used to be, well, an old friend of mine, who used to be, uh, he's in recovery. Mm-hmm. And um, I seen him not ask a question, not even think about, like, not even think about putting a judgment on what a person should use for money. If he had $2 in pocket, $2, and that was it. And I'm like, this person knows from experience what this person's going to do. So it made me reflect. And I was like, Maybe I shouldn't gatekeep just what I'm going to donate at the end of the day. Like, if, uh, unfortunately, if that's what that feels like, if, like, getting that money is their sovereignty, I'm not, I'm not, you know, advocating here, like, go use this for drugs. Like, I'm not advocating that. But at the end of the day, like, they're a grown person. Like, if I feel like I want to contribute and they want whatever substance it is over a slice of pizza, like, that's their decision and that's their lesson. Who am I to deprive them and go that deep into their decision-making? Mm. If my part is just to simply, if I feel good about it, I give it. If I if I don't feel good about it, I don't. Like, that's literally how I go. I go by energy. Like, when, it, when, a, when a person approaches me or whether I see somebody, if it's like, if someone's pulling up on me on some crazy shit, like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm going to keep it pushing. Like, yeah, you're not going to violate my space and right. then get rewarded for right, it. Right, right. You know, but, like, if you are just existing, half the time people that aren't asking is the people I definitely give to. You know what I mean? Even people, if they come up to the if they come to the car, I'm like, you out here working. Like, you're going up to each car, and, like, if you're being respectful about it, like, I'm going to give you the change, and I'm going to see if I have some dollars. You know what I mean? I have I, I had I had <laughs> I'd offered some canepas. I had canepas in my car. I offered Ooh. some canepas. I was like, you want some canepas? He's like, nah, 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 I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you missing out, but okay. You missing out. <laughs> Bang, them slappers. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, it's like it's just removing that judgment, removing that control. And I think that that's a big basis of what we're talking about too, is like 
one of the underlying things is like fear of abandonment of not being included and it's also control issues that we have that are underlying and come out in these different control ways because we were deprived know. we know what the being deprived is everybody know what being deprived of something is and feeling so, helpless so we want to control the temperature at all times exactly at all times we exactly wanna, we take it being god's to like to a sense of like denial though mm-hmm. that like you're not in control of everything yeah it's like you know it's like and also like you can build your own reality you know, like you could do anything and everything. Yes, you 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 can, mm-hmm. but that comes at like a tax and a cost. It comes at a cost. You know, like mm-hmm. we're not like I'm. Let's not build a false sense of like you know strength here. Mm-hmm. It's like once again, everything comes at a cost. Everything you pour into something, you're losing something, but you're also you know expecting to gain something. Mm-hmm. Everything is just not this frivolous fairy tale. Of just like, manifestation. Yeah, manifestation. It's like we were talking about this like, on the phone. Like that's like such a big thing. Is like yo, like manifestation is real. That's fine. You want to learn how to do it? That's cool. Be very mindful that if you are going to ask for something, just like we were talking about with the storage, right? If you're gonna ask for something, first of all, you may better make damn sure that you have space for it, or else whatever you're asking for is going to be brought into your reality and sat in front of you, and you can't even fucking touch it, right? So that's number one. Number two, it's like, what are you giving? What are you giving? Because if you're constantly trying to manifest, conjure, call on different things, deities, energies, and you're not giving anything, best believe it's going to get taken. So instead of just un- like not consensually choosing, or because you are consensually kind of doing it, instead of not choosing what you'd like to offer, make the choice of what you want to offer. You know, mm-hmm. like, yo, like, I would like, you know, whatever the case is. And, like, here is my piece of melon. You know what I mean? Like, here is my... It's something that's the same way if we're doing a barter system. You got to make sure it's fair. might not be, like, it might not be, like, uh, societally fair, but energetically, like, if you're asking for something, like, what are you giving? Like, maybe you only have fruits maybe you only have some food that you made and you want to give that maybe you want to just give time you want to give acknowledgement you want to give thanks exactly like you know what i'm saying well, you got to give something you got to give something or energy. else it'll be taken you give from you behind your back and you won't even know where it's coming from yeah so now you wanted to manifest a new car but now every new car you gotta break down like you know you gotta be like aware you know or like or the car that you wanted to trade becomes a dud and now you Uh, have to get a new car you know uh, what i mean there's different ways on how things manifest and i think it's really important to find the balance of like what am i getting and what am i what am i willing to sacrifice for this what am i willing to offer for this i'm going through that right now like right now as like so many opportunities are coming my way and i'm getting blessed with all of these like you know being exposed to more things and now things are easy attainable to like you know the outreach of people that's like now receiving me more and like hey yo um i have this opportunity for you i have this for you you know and i'm like this is great this is lit like oh my god like yes let's go let's go and it's all happy but then it's like yo you had to start being accountable for certain stuff. It's like my sleep pattern off. Like I need to be more accountable for my sleep because mm-hmm. how are we gonna do all these you know gigs and all of these how opportunities and how are we gonna find a balance? Like yo, I need to fall asleep earlier. I need to mm-hmm. get up earlier. I need to you know be on time more for these things. I have to make sure my energy is being delegated towards these things that like equally 
you know, and some days it's going to be rougher than the other, but, like, I need to have energy to execute everything that I need to do. You know, and with more blessings comes more accountability, more maintenance, more, you know, everything that you have and more energy. So I totally agree with that. Like, I'm learning that right now. I'm sure everybody who's, like, the phone conversations with my friends who are going through the same thing as me, they're like, yo, I'm tired. You know, I got to I gotta get more discipline on my health and on my stuff. I'm like, yeah. Me too, me too. Like, you know, and that's a beautiful thing. That's growth, though. That's growth. That's, you know, wisdom coming with it. And that's an understanding that, like you said, more blessings, more responsibility, yep. more maintenance. Like I said, like, yeah, mm-hmm. so I totally agree with that. Yeah, it's just about making sure that you're, you know, just just recalibrating, you know, just constantly recalibrating, seeing like, all right, does this still feel good for me? You know, stop being though? afraid of calibration. Mm-hmm. Stop being afraid of clocking in with yourself. That's like that song. What is it? I don't want to know. You know <laughs> oh, what I'm yeah, saying? If, if you play yeah, I don't, me. I don't want to know. <laughs> it's like, no, I want to know so I could do something about it. All right. Like, it's like, what, why? I, you know, people don't want to ask questions because they're afraid of the answers. And that's a trauma response. So maybe you might not be ready in a moment. But maybe at another time you'll feel that opportunity come up and maybe it's the time that you should, you know, take the time to to actually ask those questions and get involved in that. So, you know, so to kind of bring everything to a conclusion on this episode of, you know, finding balance and, you know, I think we covered a wide range of we different topics. Stuff. <laughs> People are like, yo, what are they talking yo, about? Yo, nah, they definitely have, you know, like, <laughs> they definitely listen and tuning in and being like, yo, I resonate with that because, yeah. you know, we're hitting all of the spectrums and coming at it with a, with a compassionate mindset rather than... Um, grace. Yeah, with grace. Rather than attacking, you know, and it's hard because we're both passionate people, so it's not like we don't have the ability to go on that end. Oh, <laughs> like, I will go up. So, <laughs> so you know, to, to we just pulled up with our with our bucket hats and our respect, you know, right. and like <laughs> now he's gonna say my <laughs> and and you know, and we and we did our best. So, thank you so much for coming on to thank the show. Thank you for is having there, me. Is there anything else you would like to share? Nah, before we thank leave? you. I'm happy to be here whenever you need me. Like. I'm here. Be on the lookout, guys, for like Sonic Muse three coming up September thirty. We actually have an event coming up this This Friday. Friday. Yes, you know we we in life sessions. We Mm -hmm. we, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's so fitting. Life, you know what I'm saying. So we're celebrating life. I'll be your host. You know, Mm -hmm. Kaden is your boy coming through. She'll be vending. It's about to be a dope, dope thing. We have performances. I'm gonna be performing. So like, come through, enjoy the vibes. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, and just you know, pop in on us. For sure, I definitely pull up. It's going to be at Hub 17 if you're local, um, you know, and if not, you Kenny. know, just tune up. Yeah, shout out to Kenny. Yes. And, um, yeah, they pull up. It'll be, I think it's from 3 to 10, right? It's from, like, yeah. It, it's but a there's soft the opening, opening at, at 2, two for, yeah. like, cafe. Okay. Um, it's a soft opening from, so like, 2 to 4. And then, like, 4 after is, like, you know, we're going to have performances. I'll be hosting three different DJs, so many vendors. So it's going to be it's going to be popping. It's going to be mad exciting. And yeah. if you you know, if you're a consumer of herbal products, it's definitely the place that you'd like to be. Yep. Yeah. Right. We got the goods. Yes, there will be a lot of people with the goods there. Yeah. So there'll be a lot of options and things. <laughs> and um yeah, so to uh to kind of seal us up, I'm feeling like I wanted to open up or if you'd like, you're more than welcome to open Ooh. up to a page. Hold on, let me take this out so okay, it's not okay. biased. Uh, <laughs> and um, 
This is a poem book. Oh, let me feel favorites. it. Let me feel it out. Let me feel Whatever we're needed to. Stop. Oh. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it says, know your power. Mm. That's crazy. Mm. Uh, pamper your wishes. Oh, dang, it's some good ones. Okay, okay, okay. We're going to go. <laughs> know your power. Okay. Just as you can't deny that you can feel love and hate, happiness and sadness, anger and ease of mind, of tiredness and relaxation, you can't deny that you have a fate that sometimes you can't control. Wow, that's crazy. Okay. She always do this to me. Um, <laughs> sometimes you can't control. That doesn't mean that it takes control over you. Mm. You can't deny that you have words that need to be spoken. You can't deny that you have a choice. You can't deny the ability that you can say no. You can't deny the ability that you have the freedom to make decisions and defend it. You can't deny injustice when you see it, unfairness when you feel it, oppression when you witness it. Stop blaming the world around you for wronging you. Take responsibility for the no's <laughs> you could have said, but choose not to. The words you should have said, but didn't. Instead, wrapping your mouth with your own hands and remaining silent against what needed to be addressed. Take responsibility for the choices you could have made, but restrained yourself from taking. And that's know your power. You see what I'm talking about? Come on now. Come it's, on now. It's, it's bullseye for me. That's crazy. Yo, it always we does it. It always does that. it. It's all about the intention and just knowing, like, what is for us today. Boop. It'll be like this. This is what's that, for us. That just <laughs> like, explains freedom. Like, yo, freedom. Mm -hmm. And understanding our power and, and cultivating and the it. we don't take them. Mm -hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, then they us. It's been real. It's been real. And uh, to how are you feeling about chiming us out you want okay let's do it you want to do, do it yeah let's do it okay so today we have heart chakra bowl quartz bowl oh you could see can you just put down the screen <laughs> so you got heart chakra and we got throat chakra and these were the bowls that you know they came back because they were up last week so now they're back today <laughs> so you know for anyone who's feeling like they would like to tune into their heart and you know speak from a grounded and a balanced place you know this is the time to tap in so I invite you to close your eyes if it feels good for you and just start to become aware of your body and setting the intentions that these bowls reach you wherever you're at and um, help you to sit with and nurture whatever comes up for you in a good way and create an exit point for anything that no longer serves you and an entry point for whatever does. Uh -huh.
That was beautiful. That was really good. It's like the fact that they're still harmonizing. Yeah. <laughs> that was dope. I'm full. Mm. Like, mad full right now. That was dope. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, like we were saying before, it's like, it's either going to be me just sitting up here or it's going to be us just sitting up here, but we, you play a part just as much as I play exactly. a part, just as much as everyone who listens plays a part. So yes. thank you all thank for you also all. being a part of co-creating what this episode was. And we'll see you next time.